Gia New Moons. I am Josie, your favorite Afro-Latina love witch, and you are tuned into the frequency of the Lua Nova podcast. Okay, I'm going to get straight into it today. There will not be a witch's choice um, because I think that I kind of covered quite a bit of things that I would recommend in the episode that was on Monday. That episode was kind of all over the place. I had so many ideas and honestly, using myself as the subject wasn't easy and probably not something I'm going to do very often. (laughs) Don't know if I'll ever do it again, actually, because I just didn't really know what to do with that episode. But I hope you all still got something out of it and um, can forgive me if it did seem all over the place. It was because it was (laughs) very scattered, just like my brain. But today's episode and i know it's after halloween i know that we are out of all of the holidays that we celebrate um the spirits etc as you all know if you're a witch or practitioner etc we celebrate our ancestors and all of the above all year round so for us it is any other day but today's episode we're bringing up some of those spirits again we are talking about ghosting and i think this is a perfect topic for scorpio season scorpio season is about transformation oftentimes whenever people are referring to scorpios they will mention uh, that scorpio being ruled by the planet mars however it's also ruled by pluto and nobody ever talks about that and i find that very odd because pluto is the planet of transformation scorpio is the sign of transformation deep transformation and sometimes it's going to hurt when it, when that transformation happens scorpios tend to be very dark mysterious etc um, an unevolved scorpio can be very dangerous and but an evolved scorpio like the example i gave of sierra is an example of how many times you can transform in your, in your life for the better. So today, I hope that you reach some transformation in your own life. Stop ghosting people, learn how to communicate, and let's get started. I found this subject based on actually a TikTok video. Whenever I'm doing research, a big part of my research is with social media, Instagram and TikTok in particular. And since Instagram pretty much has everything that TikTok already posted, it usually will come from TikTok or even from um, this really big forum that I oftentimes read because they have a lot of current events. And I'm not talking about Reddit, but that's another good one. Another good source for me, I mean. And there was a TikTok video of this guy and his name is Jacob Lopez so if you want to see this video just I assume you can just look up his name I'm not really sure or just look up ghosting and he was very calmly discussing ghosting and I'm not sure if this recently happened to him but he talked about how of course this has happened to him in the in the past but he gave the scenario of getting to know somebody and it all starts off great You're texting every morning, good morning, and little by little, they become too busy for you. Little by little, you're hearing from that person less and less. And he said that how he handles it is that he will eventually say to them, um, and I'm paraphrasing here, that, you know, I see it's not working out. I wish you the best, pretty much. And again, I'm paraphrasing. That's not exactly what he said, but... Um, and I thought to myself, 
Well, that's one that's one method. <laughs> he mentioned how he's not toxic, so he's not going to keep texting you and blowing up your phone, asking you what's wrong, etc. And I don't advise anybody to. I, I do think that men should be um, aggressive to a point. Don't be scary and creepy about it, but um, it is your job to be the one who chases. That is within your nature. Like, especially, well, I'm speaking to uh, men who actually want to date. <laughs> if that's not you, then I'm not talking to you. But it is always your job to be the one who is the the chaser. Okay, so however, if you are constantly feeling like you are chasing that person, that means that person's running. That means that person's not interested. Like I told you all in a previous episode, when a woman is interested in you, you will know. She's going to make time for you. I don't care if she works seven days a week. That's I believe that's what I said before. But yes, she's going to make that time for you. And if you feel as though it's just not working, it's just nothing is, you know, she's not wanting. For instance, you try to make plans because you should. You try to make plans with her. You give her plenty of time in advance, as you should. And she just never, she's never interested. You give her times, you give her different places to go, and she's giving you nothing. She's, you know, pulling away. Then I'm not advising you to keep chasing because now you're a stalker. Now, you, <laughs> now you're creeping her out. Just letting you know. But if it is more like, uh, and this goes on both sides, you are trying to communicate here. You are doing your part because women, you're, you have to communicate too. You can't expect him to do all of the work, meaning, you know, he's reaching out to you and all and all you have are excuses. He's reaching out to you and he wants to talk to you, but you just feel bothered by him wanting to talk to you. You suddenly just don't yet. You're just too busy. I need you to admit to yourself and this goes on both sides that you're just not interested. It's OK to just not be interested. But it's also okay to be honest with that person because you should be. And that applies to both sides. Okay. And I'm going to even give you all a personal scenario. I want to thank Jacob for posting that video because I really liked his delivery. I liked that he was so calm and so vulnerable in that moment. I love when people are capable of being that vulnerable with social media, especially men. And this is a Latin male. So I think that for Latin men and I'm sure other men of color can understand, you're taught that that is just not okay. You do not show any sort of vulnerability whatsoever. And of course, being Latina, I grew up seeing this, you know, I've seen it within all of my relationships for the most part, that uh, Latin men oftentimes feel that they can only be vulnerable to a certain extent. And a lot of the time that emotion comes out in anger because that's typically the only emotion that they're allowed to display. And so it was refreshing to see a man talk about this in one such a calm way, but also such an honest way because he was discussing how obviously this bothers him and but didn't do so in an angry way he wasn't attacking women he wasn't attacking dating he was just talking about hey does this happen to other people and the comments were really refreshing as well uh people talking about giving him advice giving him encouragement women giving him encouragement hopefully he'll find a nice one in those comments and <laughs> i really enjoyed 
seeing that level of vulnerability. I talked about this woman who posted a recent video. Her name was her name is Josie James. I will never forget her name. <laughs> and she was in, she was crying and she was hurting and saying that she's just ready to meet her person. And I just want to say because I'm not that type of person, you're not going to see me get vulnerable on social media in a video. I might within my show here with you, but not on social media. <laughs> Um, I admire it a lot and I encourage it and I'm not saying that oh it's okay for you and not for me I'm saying that it's not my nature it's at all so when I see it in other people I really admire it in, in them and so I thank him for kind of sparking this idea that for this particular episode but I say all of that to say that as somebody who also has been ghosted in my life, I understand both sides of things. I have not had to ghost anybody. Um, I have definitely had to block people here and there, but I prefer to be very upfront with you and tell you why I'm not interested. I prefer to give you the benefit of the doubt if I see, for instance, that you're not planning dates or you're not communicating. I, I will try to give you chances here and there in the beginning. And if I see no progress, then I'm going to bring it up. And if I still see no progress, now I'm going to say to you, hey, yeah, no, it's a no for me. <laughs> you and I can possibly be friends and that's it. I will say it to you without ghosting. And so how I ended up in the relationship that I'm in is that this is, I noticed right away, this is somebody that knows how to communicate. This is somebody who, although gets very uncomfortable when things are said or brought up that he's not, you know, used to talking about, he doesn't shy away from it because I don't allow him to. Because if I'm being emotionally, emotionally vulnerable or I'm asking you something about your relationships, etc., I expect an answer. And rather than immediately backing off, he, on the other hand, is the type to be like, okay, well, give me a moment and I'll give you an answer. It may not be when you're ready, but it'll be when I'm ready. And I respected that because that is how, that's what worked for us. But it wasn't this, I'm not ever going to emotionally open up with you. I'm not going to really communicate with you because then we wouldn't be where we are now. And that is how, to me, cert certain types of healthy relationships work is, well, actually I'll say all, all healthy relationships work. You have to find your communication style. You have to find what works for both of you. And in order to get past any issues with ghosting or et cetera, it is all about how you're communicating. It is all about being open and vulnerable and honest. The honesty being the biggest part of this. And so before I get to how this works with the law of attraction, I'll briefly discuss uh, what it was like when I was ghosted. So this guy is a Pisces. <laughs> I pick on Pisces a lot and have big bad bunny energy, big emotional fuckboy energy. And I was understanding at first, as you know, Virgo and Pisces, we are the opposite on the Zodiac. So if, whenever you look at a Zodiac chart, the opposite side of that chart 
will be who your opposite is within your zodiac, okay? So the opposite of Virgo is Pisces. And oftentimes people will say that that means that you're not going to get along. I completely disagree because my rising sign is Pisces. And now you get why I'm always saying to you, it's important to understand your birth chart. Because if, let's say, your moon sign is Pisces and this person's sun sign is Virgo, you that doesn't mean that you're not going to get along. It means that you possibly could because you understand the other side of each other. And this particular person is a Virgo moon. So <laughs> if anything, we did understand each other as far as communication styles, or so I thought. In the beginning, it started off great. It was off the charts. We got along really well. And it, he he's very funny. And I thought that this person was somebody who was trustworthy. Somebody who, even if we weren't in a relationship, I could see being really close friends with. And one day, out of nowhere, and I do mean out of nowhere, I just stopped hearing from him. It was odd. There, there was no build up to it. There was nothing going on that I knew of. Everything seemed just fine. And then came the bullshit of I'm busy, I'm too busy, etc. At that time, I was working a terrible corporate job and was just as busy. And so I, and on top of that, adding in the gym, etc. So I still made time no matter what. And of course I was building on my goals. I had just gotten magic. If you are, if you're new here, magic is my Mustang. And, um, I was just like, dude, you're full of shit. You're, and, and I'm a witch. Are you sure you want to lie to somebody who intuitively knows when you're lying, who intuitively also has spirit guides telling me when you're lying? who have spirit guides in general that are right here saying, yeah, no, he's lying to you. But rather than go into the witchy side of myself, I let it go and just stop communicating with him. Stop even trying. We were not in a relationship. There was no need to lie. We were in the talking stage. We were not anything serious. And being where I was in my life, I was giving time to whatever this was that was growing, but also focusing on myself and my goals. Because as I've said before, if you don't focus on you, nothing's going to work with anybody. If you don't love you, if you don't have anything going on outside of just that person, then you're kind of just relying too much on them being your happiness, on them being your everything. And little by little, I was starting to see that that is a sign that that was those were some traits that he had, that he was relying on me for his happiness, etc. He was dealing with depression, etc. And I won't get too into that because that's his business. But when he ghosted, and so some people might say, well, that was your sign right there. He was depressed. Of course, he was going to ghost. Not necessarily. Everybody handles their depression differently. And so I did not assume that. When he ghosted, I moved on. I remember meeting somebody else and started talking to that person. And so right around when things were taking a turn with that person and not, not in a bad way, in a good way, he pops back up because that's how the universe works. <laughs> that is how the universe will test you. That is the, the universe saying if you're ready 
or certain types of manifestation. What I didn't know at the time is that the universe was telling me, hey, neither one of these guys are a good fit for you, but we want to see how you handle this. And um, I spoke to him, asked him about the ghosting. He gave me an explanation. And what I really figured out, because I am strongly spiritually intuitive, is that what really happened is that, and I called him out on it, was that I was obviously not the only girl that he was speaking to, that he was talking to. And he wanted to see where things were going to go with the other girl simply because she lived closer to, to him. Because unfortunately, that's how a lot of men think. They think practically. It's not so much emotionally. And of course, when it didn't work out with her, here he is. However, he must have forgotten who the hell I am. <laughs> Because not only am I an extremely powerful witch, I look like this. And <laughs> one thing that I don't lack is confidence. I am extremely confident. And if you consider that cocky, baby, this is not the show for you. I am extremely confident and genetically blessed. I told you guys, I'm Brazilian. Of course, a lot of Brazilians are genetically blessed. And... I remember thinking to myself, the audacity that you have to think that you are going to come back into my life when not only is it easy for me to meet someone else, but I already did. And even if I didn't, what made you think that my confidence was so low that I was going to accept your nonsense back into my life? And so I was very honest and upfront with him and told him, and you all are probably like, wow, she never talks about her personal life. Well, it applies here. <laughs> I have to because this is actually relevant. Um, I told him that we could be friends. I began to be more hands off. I was not trying as hard. And I definitely was no longer romantically interested. He told me that I was the one. I've heard this many times, but, <laughs> and that's not to be like cocky or anything like that. It's, this is, I, I'm going somewhere with this. I promise. Stay with me. Um, that is sometimes a tactic that men use, but it is also because they think that you are the one, not because they're just so in love with you, but because they see something in you that they're not used to. And oftentimes it's that you're not putting up with their shit. That's what they're in love with not really you and so that's what I saw in him is I was thinking in my head you're not really in love with me you're just blown away that I didn't accept the bullshit that you gave me and I remained friends with him we are no longer friends um, I have no issue with him on a personal level but of course him being himself at some point he did end up disappearing again and to be honest with you I don't care if somebody disappears within your life, they are the issue, not you. If somebody is not being a true friend to you, they are the issue, not you. You do not need to question anything. You do not need to reach out to them. Back off. Because you are blocking what the universe is trying to give you. Because you see, the last time that he pulled this shit is when... <laughs> and keep in mind, we were just friends. By then, I had dated many other guys in the process because it is when you're single, it is perfectly fine to date. It is normal to date. And at this point, I had dated other guys in between and didn't definitely didn't have like a romantic feeling towards him anymore. 
that I, I was long beyond that. And so one day when we're having a conversation, he gets very distraught and upset. And you all are probably going to laugh at this and that's okay. I'm judging you for laughing, but <laughs> you could judge me because as you can hear, I'm trying to hold back laughter myself. Um, <laughs> he calls me upset because his, I'm, I'm going to try to say this with a straight face. <clears throat> because <laughs> because his TikTok had been um, banned. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to get into why it was banned um, because that would kind of give away who he is. And you all could probably easily find him. I don't follow him on social media. so. But I know that some of you are, are pretty good at figuring things out and would probably put two and two together just by looking in the area of area of Texas, even though Texas is a big state. I still know some of you can figure it out. So I don't follow him on social media. I have no plans to. And so when he was crying about his TikTok being banned, I remember thinking to myself, is, is there ever a time in your life that you're having a good day? Is there ever a time in your life that you call people just to catch up? Is there ever a time in your life that you're, that you're a good friend? Because I've yet to see that side. And that is when I shut down completely. I told him, pretty much stop crying, suck it up. You're going to be okay. It's TikTok. Open another one. This person also has access to um, different levels of internet service. I'll put it that way. And would easily be able to open another TikTok account. He became irritated when I even suggested it. And I thought to myself, one, I don't know who you think you're talking to. But two, um, it's TikTok. It's just social media. It is not the end of the world. You're not famous. You're going to be okay, bad bunny. You're going to be fine because that's exactly who you're acting like right now. You are crying and acting a mess about social media. What? As you all know by now, because I've mentioned it before, you already know that I was stalked. Thanks to my stalker, I lost three social media accounts, one of which made quite a bit of money for me, one of which had over 30,000 followers, and I didn't shed a tear. I remember just being like, this this is bullshit. This guy is such a, a nutcase, and I hate him. <laughs> and I don't feel bad about saying any of that out loud. I'm just being honest with you. That's how I was feeling at that time. And it sucked, but the, the tears for me came from that this person was allowed to get away with co constantly trying to ruin my life, creating fake text messages of things I never said, and just creating this entire lie about who I really was. That is something you can cry about, not about a TikTok account. At this time, I had just met um, the, the, the man that I'm with now. And him being <laughs> that big Scorpio energy, um, Scorpio uh, water signs tend to pick on each other. They'd get along well, but Scorpios, I noticed, tend to pick on Pisces quite a bit. And he, <laughs> he had quite a field day when I told him what had happened with my friend. And <laughs> yes, you did, babe. Don't even try to act all innocent now. But <laughs> fast forward to me and this person no longer being friends. Me, I, I wish him and anybody who, I, who is no longer in my life the best. And that is a genuine th statement. If you are not, you know, the psycho who stalked me, then I wish you the best. I, I hope nothing but good things for you. I don't hold grudges. I'm not angry. I'm not bitter. I don't, you know, 
hope that bad things happen to you or that karma gets you. None of the above. Because when you ghost somebody, it says so much about you. It says so much about the kind of person that you are and that is not a compliment. The only time it is ever okay to ghost somebody is if your safety is an issue. I am speaking to people who might be in domestic violence situations or dealing with a stalker themselves, those types of scenarios. I advise you to immediately ghost that person, to immediately stop all contact, block them, do whatever it is that you need to do. Absolutely. Do not allow that person near you or back into your life, if at all possible. If you have children together, I know that's completely different, but limit your communication as much as you can. Consider that your level of ghosting. That is a completely different situation than you're just not interested in somebody or they don't say what it is that you want to hear or you know that you're a shitty friend or you know that you don't have that person's back but you expect them to have yours no matter what it is that you do even when you're doing shitty things which he was. So it's like that says so much more about you. Work on yourself if that is the kind of person you are. If you think it's okay to ghost somebody, I need you to understand that the reason why your relationships, all of them, are shitty is because you are. It's because you seem to think that it is okay to mistreat people. You think it's okay to be dishonest with people. And that is not okay. It's not okay. I think you're lame as hell for that. But on the other hand, like I said, if you are in a situation where you are not safe, ghost that person immediately. Stop contact. Then it's okay. You have to protect your, your mental health. You have to protect your safety. And so I understand that part of it. But if it's simply, I just, I just don't vibe with this person. We just don't click anymore. What is so difficult about just saying that to them? What is so difficult for you about just saying, hey, I don't dislike you as a person but we're not a good fit if it's a fear of this person retaliating against you then again that falls into the safety aspect then that means you are not safe with this person and then you can ghost them but in all other scenarios because that's usually not the case it's not okay it's not okay to, to not use your words like an adult Okay, and I'm even speaking to my younger audience because I actually do have quite a few teenagers who listen to this show. That applies to you too. You are now old enough to understand that the best thing that you can do for somebody is to be upfront. Whether they want to hear it or not. No one said you had to be rude about it. You don't. You don't have to be like the that lady who got to the Cheesecake Factory and fucking flipped out. No one's saying that. What I'm saying to you is the delivery can be as simple as I like you as a person I don't think that we're a good fit if they now get angry with you because of how you feel because of you being honest and upfront with them then you definitely made the right decision stop all contact with them because you at least took the time to be upfront with them okay now we're going to get into how this ties into the law of attraction Basically, we understand both the law of attraction and the law of assumption, right? We understand those. If you don't, go back to, God knows, most of my episodes and I talk about the law of attraction and the, and the law of assumption. 
a law of assumption pretty much is to assume things into your life is when you are speaking in the present tense for instance i love my brand new ford truck i don't know i just <laughs> that's just an example you see how i said that in the present tense that truck may not exist in your current realm but it does exist in a in a um higher realm and so because it exists in a higher realm that means that it does actually exist you now have to match the frequency of that of that uh, manifestation and that is how it comes into your life that is the law of attraction the law of attraction is i have this amazing new job the, that that would for instance come right after you had an interview with said job that is the law of attraction because you are speaking it into your existence. So when it comes to ghosting somebody, if you are the person who's ghosting and you expect the next relationship to work out, what the universe sees in you is somebody who is not ready to have a healed and happy relationship because you are not happy and healed. And therefore, it's not going to work. Therefore, you're going to have issues within your family, within your friend groups, within your work groups, etc. Because you refuse to heal. You refuse to work on you. You refuse to understand the concept of self-love. So the law of attraction is you are constantly attracting more negativity, more anger, more distrust into your life. That is the law of attraction. That is pretty much an... A, darker explanation and the darker side of the law of attraction because you can attract negative things into your life the same way that you can attract positive things into your life that is the scenario there the law of assumption when it comes to ghosting is let's say that you were the person that was ghosted and like me you're you're not going to hang on to that you are confident enough to say you're the issue not me and so you move on with your life and now you meet somebody else who ends up being the love of your life the law of assumption would be you being like man this relationship is going to be outstanding i or this relationship gets better and better and i knew that this person was my person immediately you're you're not thinking about this person who ghosted you you are now so focused and so happy within your current situation that the law of assumption is you being like Hey, look at us. Look at look at this great relationship that we have. And letting it happen as it is. And now you're at a point where both of you are talking about your future. And all of the great things that are happening in your future. Law of assumption. It's that simple. Because you didn't sit there and focus on the negativity. You didn't focus on that person who had a lot of issues. Because you're not the issue. It, it really is that it's all that's also the law of attraction i kind of went into both sides of it <laughs> but let's not be the law of desperation let's not be the law of self-pity let's not be any of those okay i told you the scenarios that are okay when you need to go somebody but to this guy who made this tiktok and anybody else who may have recently been ghosted I want you to place so much focus on how great you are. So much of it. And I don't care if people think it's cocky. I don't care if people don't get it. Because it doesn't matter. Why do you care what they think? 
Why do you, why do people place so much emphasis on what other people think of them? Those people don't pay your bills. Those people don't, what do they do for you to where it matters? Why do you need their validation? You validate you. And that's a message straight from the universe that I just felt like I needed to give you. You're going to meet that right person. For, maybe you should make a TikTok about it. Maybe there'll be a ton of beautiful women in your comments that you can pick from. You never know. All I'm saying to you is place so much emphasis on your own self-love. Place so much emphasis on accepting your greatness. You deserve that shit. And sometimes it sounds like I'm getting angry with some of you. I'm not angry. I'm passionate. <laughs> I just want so so many good things for you. Now, as for the five dating tips, whew, you know, guys, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I don't look forward to these five dating tips because there are quite a few people that are making this not fun. And I'm going to try my hardest right now <laughs> to make these five tips fun. I know during last week's Friday episode, I did two reports that week, so I didn't end up doing the five dating tips, but on typically on a Friday show, I'm going to give you guys, give you all at least five dating tips because like I said, this whole making up these stupid lists and attacking one another, uh, but then coming to practitioners like myself and being like, help me find love. It's not, it's not helping, babe. It's not, we're not doing that. So as an, a love witch, obviously I specialize in helping people with relationships, romantic relationships. And so these five dating tips are meant to help you. They're not meant to attack you, but it is very much so some tough love that I think some of you need to hear. And um, I, because I don't want every single show to be super long, what I'm going to be doing is that if I feel like it's a week where I don't want to insert the five dating tips, then I'm not going to. It's that simple. But the five dating tips for this week, this is going to be pretty easy. The first one is exactly what this episode is about. Ghosting. I've heard a lot of different excuses, a lot of different reasonings behind ghosting. But again, unless you are in danger, we're not ghosting people. We're using our words. We're adults here. Okay. So that is tip number one. <laughs> okay. This next tip, and I'm sorry, I had to pause because my dog was about to start barking. And um, as cute as that is, it, everybody doesn't want to hear that blasting through their speaker. So <laughs> the second tip comes uh, from a, a viral social media moment. Um, thanks, Jack Harlow, for this one. <laughs> I don't listen to Jack Harlow, but I'm very familiar with his new song. He's gone viral. And so white boys are having a moment. <laughs> and as a Texan, white boys have always had a moment. I don't know where y'all been, but it's very common here to, for um, white boys to not to not just date just their own. You know, so I've always found it odd when it's strange to people that, to see white men with uh, another race because in Texas, that's really not strange. Uh, white men are very upfront with me when they've come on to me. They've always been very um, not aggressive, but they let themselves, they let it be known that they're attracted to me. So I've always noticed that about their particular race. And so with that being said, white boys, this one is going to sound like it's just for you, but it's not, but it was inspired by white men. Um, 
<laughs> thanks to Jack Harlow and this trend. So this is this trend is basically uh, seasoned white boys and and some that are not letting it be known that they date outside of their race, which is fine. That's absolutely fine. I, it doesn't matter. You love who you love. Hopefully you are not dating outside of your ethnicity based on stereotypes or fetishizing somebody's culture. And with that being said, those of you who date people outside of your culture, I need you to understand and get to know that person's culture. Okay, let's do that. Personally, I'm, I'm Latina. My man is Latino. So we, although we have different cultures, I'm Brazilian. He's Guatemalan. I'm Mexican. He obviously as Guatemalan understands Mexican culture. Like we, we bond, we get each other. As an Afro-Latina, of course, I had to explain things about the difference between Afro, being Afro-Latina versus being Latina. It's the same but different you know what I mean uh, black women I'm sure that you you're getting where I'm going with that but <laughs> with that being said that's that's one kind of example right there is that I'm Afro-Latina but an African-American woman has a different culture than mine we are both black so understand people's culture learn it I've learned quite a bit from African-American culture I of course teach them about my culture um, the same goes with, for instance, the Latin community. We have a massive culture and it, it spans all over, you know. And so we're always teaching each other about our culture, which is the same but different. And so therefore, when you're dating somebody who is of a culture that, let's say, is very different than yours, you need to, one, show it, show, show some respect, and two, just be there to learn. Um, I have a former friend who was um, who's Asian and I used to love to hear about her culture. I won't get too into her background, uh, but I'll just say that I absolutely loved learning about her culture. I love telling her about mine. She was actually married to a Latino, so she understood my culture very well. But that's kind of what I'm referring to. Learn people's culture without colonizing it. It doesn't mean all of a sudden you're going to morph into their culture. But that is dating tip number two. Learn if if that if their ethnicity is completely different than yours, you need to embrace theirs the same way you expect them to embrace yours, and learn it without being disrespectful about it, and don't colonize it. It's as simple. <laughs> so one more time, thank you again to Jack Harlow for this very. Um, this, this song is trending so much that it is on my FYP every 10 seconds. If you're not familiar with what an FYP is, it means for you page. It is very common on TikTok and Instagram. I don't know about the other social media apps because I don't use those. But when I'm doing my research and I am scrolling through Instagram or TikTok, mainly just TikTok because I don't really use Instagram anymore. But <laughs> I am constantly seeing this song and spicy white boys dancing to it <laughs> so learn people's culture show some respect and um we will all get along very well <laughs>
their what one picture looks like etc i when i was still in the dating scene always came across men that made so many dumb assumptions i remember one guy thinking that i was on OnlyFans. <laughs> maybe that's a compliment i'm not sure but he assumed that i couldn't possibly be just a regular person who was single which again i guess that's a compliment i did used to do promotions a lot promotions for clothing and so some of this clothing would be like something you'd wear to the club something you'd wear out not something i really am sitting in my living room in but you know like little schoolgirl skirts you know a lot of this i do wear i have like 10 billion crop tops so what am i saying but with that being said instead of actually getting to know the first thing about me i remember he sent me this super rude dm um and i was just like kind of amused that he was so insecure that instead of just saying hey you your pictures make me feel insecure that he decided to immediately go into attack mode i didn't care i remember i read the hell out of him and blocked him and was like you know you're not even an ugly dude if you weren't insecure imagine where you could get in life but I remember, as I told you all before, some guy who I had zero interest in finding me on an old uh, Tinder account that I wasn't even using anymore and sending me a DM and saying, I was interested in you until I found out you were a witch. And I remember laughing so hard and thinking to myself, well, I wasn't interested in you, sir. <laughs> I never would have thought twice about you. Who are you? And I remember just like, telling him about himself and blocking him and there is an episode where i talk about this but it's one of the uh first episodes but that's just it you have to actually get to know people but the biggest part of that is making sure that there's a mutual attraction because i will say this about both of those men i wasn't at all attracted to either one of them so it's like you just made an assumption based on your attraction to me however your attraction to me has nothing to do with me i i don't you got to make sure that I'm attracted to you. Do you understand? So whenever you are getting to know somebody, one, make sure that that connection is mutual before, before getting to know them. Once that connection is mutual, actually get to know them, get to know their culture, get to know their background, their likes, their dislikes, and actually listen, put your phone down, actually engage in a conversation. Now I understand a lot of us don't like talking on the phone. A lot of us don't like texting. So I don't know how you plan to get to know somebody, but if you are going on dates, are you actually engaging in conversation? Are you just kind of just sitting there? Is it all about you? and what your likes and dislikes are that's what these are that's basically my tip there is get to know that person and be quiet for a second and let them actually talk let them you know get out what it is that they want to say you ask them a question listen when they ask you a question if they're not listening red flag okay big giant red flag run but actually take the time to get to know each other Tip number four is going to seem like a no-brainer, but a lot of gentlemen need to be reminded of this. Uh, so this one's for the guys. And there's going to be it's going to be a little message in here for the girls, but not so much. Get her flowers. This is a first date. You definitely need to get her flowers. I don't want to hear it. Uh-uh. I don't want to hear it. Because you see the kind of men who come to me for advice, the kind of men who 
want advice from an actual love witch, a successful one who actually knows what they're doing, who specializes in actually helping people's relationships and not forcing people into relationships. Um, as with all that being said, I have providers that come to me. I have men that are genuinely looking for love that are healed, that are healing, that are in a good space mentally or that want to be, that are doing the work. Those are the kind of male clients that I have. And so with that being said, I am talking to them. If you're a Dusty who has an issue with what I just said, again, I don't know how you tune in, how you found the show and why you're tuned in. This isn't for you. For the men that I am speaking to, get her flowers. You already know this by now. I shouldn't have to tell you this because I'm sure that you've heard it before and you've seen it yourself. Flowers can be purchased anywhere. They can be purchased for less than $10, okay? No one's telling you you need to get the most expensive bouquet ever. You can even just get her one flower. The point is the flower doesn't even have to be a rose maybe she doesn't like roses you know whatever find out what she likes within that conversation because we're getting to know people aren't we find out at least her favorite color beforehand that way you can get the flower in that color so, you know if it if they come in that color either way let's say you don't even get to know all that you're one of those people who springs right to the first date that's that's fine but get her get her flowers there's no excuse get her some it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if they're carnations even because here's the thing, if she has an issue with them being the carnations, there's an issue with them not being expensive roses, then I have to talk to her now. <laughs> Ladies, I completely understand the mindset of knowing your worth, the mindset of understanding that you are meant to be treated like the treasure that you are. And with that being said, that means you need to behave as such. Let's say you absolutely hate carnations or you absolutely hate roses. There is a way to word things. There is a way to come across and communicate with somebody without being rude, without being tacky, without remembering that a lady behaves in a certain way. And that even if you are from the hood, like myself, that doesn't give you some sort of excuse to behave like a hood rat. That's not, that's not okay. It's not cute. It's not based on ethnicity. It's not based on your background. None of the above, because I've definitely seen girls who are allegedly from a good background behave like they were raised in a barn. So I need you to know how to deliver your message when you don't like something. It is, it is really kind to be gracious and say thank you, okay? If this man is not being creepy, he's not being weird, he's not coming on too strong, he's simply just being a good guy who brought you flowers, thank you. If you don't like flowers, then bring that up later. Don't bring that up right as he gives you flowers. If you absolutely hate roses, is it necessary to say, oh my God, I hate roses? Or maybe bring that up another time. You know, I there. figure out yourself how to word it, but do so in a way that is not disrespectful. Do so in a way that does not tear somebody down for doing something nice for you, okay? Okay, the last dating tip is gonna be very simple and I'm gonna keep saying it because I feel like I need to. Let's get back to having fun, okay? Let's stop making dating so difficult 
on both sides. This one's over here mad because she only wants to go to certain restaurants. This one over here is mad because she does, because, you know, she doesn't like anything that he likes because he didn't actually take the time to get to know the first thing about her. He just thinks she's attractive. Oh my God. Dating is not supposed to be this hard. Whenever I hear people that have been in relationships a long time say that, oh, marriage is so difficult. Marriage is so hard. Hun, I just want to put this out here for you. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't. Dating, it doesn't have to be hard. Because why would you want to do it? What is the, what's the incentive here? For me to keep wanting to be in this relationship, for me to keep wanting to date, if it keeps being told to me how difficult it is, if the people that I'm interested in keep making it difficult, none of that is fun. No, marriage is supposed to be fun. Again, I've told you all before, I am happily, all caps, happily divorced. Happily. Great guy, not for me. I was too young. He was too young. We had no business being married. I wish him the best. Fast forward to several years now, <laughs> and I am now in a happy and healed relationship. We both took the time outside of that relationship to heal, to get to know ourselves, to date ourselves, to give ourselves the self-love that we deserved, okay, before committing. Because when we first met, there wasn't this strong, like, oh, we're, we're ready to get, get married right this second. We both took it slow. We both took the time to actually date, to, to get to know each other, to get to the point that we're at right now. There was no rush. There was no hitting fast forward. It wasn't, oh, I don't go here. And, oh, I don't like that. It, was not, it wasn't an attack, attack on the other one. It wasn't blaming the other one for stuff that the exes did. It was none of that. So stop making this so fucking difficult. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I had to get that out. <laughs> because as practitioners, I know that you get this. I know what you do. People come to us and sometimes the answer is right there. They're making it so hard. You don't need to do the love spell to draw in love. Because the issue is that you don't like you or you don't need to do a love spell on somebody to force them to like you because the universe keeps trying to show you every sign imaginable that they don't like you. So leave them be. Okay, move on. Stop trying to manifest that X. Stop it. <laughs> and so I will always from a spiritual point of view and from your Virgo big sister point of view, tell you that. It is really possible to date and be married and be in a serious relationship, all of the above, and also be single and have fun. All of the above it is supposed to be fun. I don't believe for one second that the divine put us here so that every day would be a struggle. And so that the things that are supposed to be fun, like dating, marriage, love, are going to be just as difficult as, I don't know, going to that terrible corporate job. It's not supposed to be that. So stop making it that. If you are not new here, then you get to hear the pink unicorn in the room, which is my disclaimer. Basically, a collective reading is just that, exactly what it sounds like. It is meant for a collective audience. Um, whenever I do a one card pull, if I get a reverse card, I do not read reversals. 
and there's not a certain amount of times that I shuffle. I do read intuitively, so I do not always go so strongly based on what the card's usual meaning is. And the message is for who is for. It may be for you today, it may be for you next week, it may be for your Amazon delivery driver, it might be for your veterinarian, it might be for your best friend from fourth grade. You never know. But again, this reading is for who it is for. And with your consent, I will pick one card. If you don't like tarot readings, feel free to fast forward. Sensible. And of course, at the end of the show, I always tell you how you can reach me if you would like to book a personal reading with me. Okay? So your card for the week is... Oh dear, what are y'all going through? <laughs> I, I want to give another disclaimer. Don't ever be scared when you get this card. Because what comes right after it is a lot of awesomeness. The card for this week for my new moons is the tower card. It is turned upright, which means that, again, I don't read reversals anyway, which a lot of the time when people see the tower card, they get scared because they know that it means that everything in your life could have a sudden upheaval. It is the equivalent, quite literally, of watching a tower fall and not to be insensitive but that is what is displayed on this card is people leaping from a tower the tower is on fire and if you've ever heard somebody say that they're having a tower moment that is what they mean it is referring to um basically everything in your life kind of having one big and much needed upheaval it's not anything that you need to be afraid of though because it is something that is it that you likely are holding on to and you needed to let it go and so the universe steps in this idea that the universe doesn't really care about doesn't have any sort of feelings the reason why I have a hard time believing that is that the universe is not just based on planets it's not just based on a bunch of space and air it is based on the divine and our spirit guides and our ancestors etc that are here to guide us all of which very much so have an emotion towards us and so if they feel that they need to step in because you need a tower moment in your life then just know that it's very much so necessary so it might at the time hurt like hell it might be a time that is very difficult but you will come out on top that is the so the tower card is the equivalent of just wiping everything clean and starting over because you need to no so I don't know in what area of your life that applies to but that is the message for you for this week oh and if anybody needs to know this is card number 16 Oh my goodness. I know that I was so rough on you all and <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you need a little tough love. Sometimes. Um, thank you to you all who are applying this to your life. I say thank you at the end of every single episode. So today is no different. Obrigada. That means thank you in Portuguese. Say it to yourself. Say it to your loved one. Say it to your dog. Say it to your mom. Say it to somebody as a way of expressing your gratitude. The more grateful you are, the easier it is to manifest. If you would like to book a 
personal reading with me, then you can reach me at luanovapodcast at outlook.com. That is luanovapodcast at outlook.com. And there you can book a personal tarot reading with me. You can also book coaching with me. And you can also send in a question to the show. During season two, I will be reading those questions. If you want to remain anonymous, be sure to let me know that. Or else I'm going to be telling everybody your name, hon. <laughs> if you want to follow me on social media, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram under Josie the Mustang. Again, that is Josie the Mustang. That is all one word. It will pop up as Luanova Podcast and you'll see the logo for the show. That's me. Follow me. And if you want me to follow you back on TikTok, I absolutely will and um only if you let me know because if you follow me on tiktok and you don't tell me i'm not gonna know to follow you back <laughs> so yes you can reach out to me there if you would like frequency playlists that are absolutely free you can find the frequency playlists that i make that are everything from bringing in love to money on my spotify account just look up luanova podcast and my profile will pop up and it's again you'll see the logo for the show okay obrigada Thank you again. I will talk to you all. What is, what is, what, wait, is this the Friday? This is the Friday? That's a Friday. Yeah, this is the Friday episode. <laughs> I get them confused now that I do this twice a week. I'll talk to you all Monday. Have a great weekend. Ciao.